My guest today is Michael Gallops, Chief Executive Officer of the Rowlett Area Chamber of Commerce in Rowlett, Texas. Join me today with Michael as we discuss the impact of Chambers of Commerce on our communities, how you can help the Chamber, and how the Chamber can help you. Are you a small business owner that has been negatively impacted by COVID? Announcing the $5,000 COVID relief grant program for small business owners. The Small Business Breakthroughs Magazine is funding a COVID revenue recovery task force to help small business owners recover $50,000 to $75,000 in lost revenue due to COVID-19. Pursuing Profit with Principles and Bridgeport Strategy have joined forces with the Small Business Breakthroughs Magazine to provide an even greater opportunity. We have created a 120-day challenge to help you recover that lost revenue. During the 120 days, I will interview you three times on the podcast. I'll perform a profit acceleration assessment on your business using a proprietary software that specifically identifies the financial breakthroughs that currently exist in your business. This software analyzes your business using 497 million, yes, that's million, weighted algorithmic sequences enabling us to populate a roadmap identifying the areas within your business where you can make the most money in the shortest amount of time at no or low cost, resulting in a revenue windfall between $50,000 to $75,000 or more. The $5,000 grant covers our fee for this assessment in full. Apply now to see if you qualify. Go to bridgeportismarketing.com slash COVID grant. That is bridgeportismarketing.com forward slash COVID dash grant, all lowercase. Welcome back to Pursuing Profit with Principles. It's another exciting day here in the land of profit and principles. <laughs> I have with me today a, a wonderful guest that we met a few years ago at a Chamber of Commerce, a Texas uh, executive's. Chamber of Commerce function. And I want to tell you a little bit about him. So my guest today is Michael Gallops, and he is the head of the Rowlett Chamber of Commerce here in Texas, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area of Texas. He is their chief executive officer. And um, Michael has just this amazing background. And I'm not going to tell you all about his background because I want him to tell us a, a bit about who he is and, and, and these wonderful skills and experiences that he brings to this um, career. He's, he's been this in this position now for about four and a half years, and he brings so many skill sets from the experiences that he's had. So, Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Regina. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Why don't you take a moment, because I, I love for our, for our audience to hear from you about you. So, take a moment, tell us a little bit about what brought you to this point in your career and, and why you're doing this. Wow. Well, you know, I, I, as you mentioned, I have a, a very varied background. Um, I have done a lot of different things in my life. Um, I've, I've served in the military two different times. I was enlisted as a firefighter. Then I was an officer um, and was in software. Uh, I have worked for a Fortune 50 company, Verizon. I was in, in software project management at that time. I've worked for a large retail corporation as a district manager for, for 7-Eleven. 
I've sold life insurance. I've worked for multiple nonprofits, one that's a food hunger relief organization, another that's a foster care agency. Um, Gosh, what else? There's just so many different things that I've done. I worked for the state for a while. So I've worked for the government and military and for the government. I worked for Child Protective Services. So I've, I've seen a lot of different things. Um, and before I took the position here as, the, as the, the CEO of the chamber, I was actually a member of the chamber um, with my life insurance business, um, with a, a, a fundraising business that I had. And I was a representative of one of the nonprofits here in Rowlett for a while and served on the board and was the chair of the board. So I, I feel like I've seen everything chamber, everything business from so many different viewpoints that and and I mentioned this to you earlier. It's it's like God was preparing me for this job, um, and it's so it's been kind of cool when when people go, well, what about you know retail? And I can talk about retail experiences. What about working with the government? I can talk about that. What about corporate stuff? And I can talk about that. And so I was actually the chair of the board when I took this job. So I had to step down from that to apply for the job and. <laughs> And it's been an interesting four and a half years, and I've been very fortunate. Um, oh, I didn't even mention, I served on city council here in Rowlett for six years prior to that as well. So I have that experience working from that side. So I have relationships with our city and with our city government and, and officials. So um, it, it's just, it's a, a lot of different experiences have prepared me, I, I feel like, given me insight anyways, you know, and I'm not the expert in everything, but I have insight into a lot of different things because of that experience. Which I think contributes to the leadership that you bring to this organization. And I know as I was reviewing your LinkedIn profile, uh, you know, leadership was one of the things that you talked about on there. And and uh, and I, I'm, I am sure that the chamber benefits greatly from all of those experiences that you've had. And like you said, you could relate to pretty much anything that your membership is going through or or dealing with because you have experiences in those in those different areas. Michael, some folks don't really know what the value of a chamber is, why what it is, what it does, why they should consider being a member of it. And um, but kind of before we dive into that, which I really want you to do, let's talk for just a moment about What's happening next week? Uh, you know, what is next week all about? Next week is a celebration of chambers, right? Can you tell us about that? It's it's Chamber of Commerce Week in Texas, and it's it's a week to to recognize what chambers do, what chambers can offer for their communities and for their businesses, and and it's it's so much more than just the businesses. It is the entire community that chambers can impact and and have a great effect on. And, and next week is about recognizing that. The ironic thing is that most chambers in doing that recognition tend to recognize their businesses more than themselves. Sure. So we, we, we boost our businesses up and we don't even really talk about why we're doing it or what. You know. Right. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an interesting week. Yeah, very good. So, so why do chambers exist? What is it that they're doing? Well, it, there's a lot of opinions about that, and and <laughs> and and I have mine, <laughs> and 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 I think I think there are chambers out there that that are doing everything they can do, and there are chambers that are doing that are doing a lot of things, but it's not really what chambers were designed to do. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, I like um, some folks, some friends of ours on the West Coast have have a phrase that, that they want you to be, you know, do you want to be a 3P chamber or a 3C chamber? Do you want to be a chamber that just does events, parties, pageants, and parades, those three oh, okay. Or do you want to be a 3C chamber, a chamber that's that's a catalyst for change, uh, that's a convener of leaders and influencers, and it's a champion for a stronger community. And I ask my board that question every year, and every year they're like, oh, we want to be a 3C chamber. And I said, well, then let's do something so we can quit doing those three Ps, and let's right. focus on the three Cs. And, and that's really the kind of the goal is to transition away from the, the Ps and become the C. And there's there's always room for those P's, those, sure. those events, those those are fun, those are community things, and they they do drive revenue, but their focus should be on, on, on being a catalyst for change, making the community better, making the business world better, bringing leaders and people together to solve issues, and then championing a better community and a stronger community. That's awesome. One of the things I love about working with chambers is the opportunity to work with small business owners, particularly. And as as we make as we help them make those positive changes in their business that propel their business forward, we know we're impacting a lot of different areas, right? As as you mm-hmm. work with these, you know, there there's their family that gets impacted when that business is more successful. There's the business itself. Uh, that owner of that business, you know, their their stress levels go down. So, you know, their communication is enhanced wherever uh, they're communicating with others. Then there's the the community itself. And then that goes on up geographically, right? That that growth in your community impacts your region, impacts your state, impacts the Absolutely. nation. It is Absolutely. it really, you know, small businesses truly are the backbone of this nation. And and I love when chambers are doing the three C's, as you said, when that's really mm-hmm. what they're doing. I mean, you know, we've seen the death of some chambers in the last few years. Yeah. Chambers that literally went out of existence. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, last year, 2020, and I think most of <laughs> most of the time when we say last year, we mean 2019 because we're talking about. Yeah, early. <laughs> it's like, no, no. I mean, OK, but in 2020 when we couldn't do events and, and the chambers that survived and thrived are chambers that said, Oh my gosh, we've, what, why do we exist now? We can't right. do it. What are we here for? And those chambers, and there were lots of them across this country, those chambers found ways to support those small businesses in their community, found ways to get them information about grants, found ways to help them pivot and still be able to make sales online, build new websites, um, open up door-to-door service. They they went to their cities and they advocated for the city to allow those businesses to let customers shop at the curb. You know, not a lot of cities did that. Allow customers, right. allow allow people to eat outside. A lot of restaurants didn't have that ability. Before. Right. And the chambers stepped up and made that happen. That's awesome. And and, and, and you know because we couldn't do events. You know, we could do them right. virtually. That's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> It's not quite the same. <laughs> it's just not the same. I mean, networking every week. Was, you know, we did we did our networking every week, and it was yeah. like a super partridge family. Yeah, a, Brady Bunch. That's who it was. Brady Bunch, partridge family. Wow, I'm going way back. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. No, no, Danny Bonaducci here. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was it was crazy doing that. But you know, we still managed to do those things because they were important. But 
but there was just so much more that that chambers were able to do when they realized they couldn't do events. Right. So they got back to what was really important, which is supporting those local businesses. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, I, I, I love everything you just said. I think that's so powerful. And unfortunately, there are a lot of chambers, you know, that didn't get the memo. <laughs> Sadly, that is true. But I think there's also a lot that did. And what are you seeing in 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 the chamber world overall? Uh, I'm, you know, obviously you would have your finger on that pulse. Are you seeing that they are uh, that there's a large percentage, main, at least, maintaining their own or growing? Or what are you seeing overall? You know, it, it seems like it. Uh, the, the chambers that I'm familiar with here in the North Texas region and in, and in Texas, you know, we have the, the Texas Chamber of Commerce Execs organization, and we have the North Texas Chamber of Commerce Execs as well. And, and the chambers that we're involved with that participate in that are are all, most are doing well. You know, most Good. were able to pivot and were able to provide services and are, and are continuing. Some are even growing immensely. They're, they're having tremendous growth because of, of what they were able to accomplish over the last year because the business community saw what they were doing. And, and, and we even had members who, you know, when we started sending out information about PPP and, and different things like that, we sent it to the entire business community, not just our members. And we had lots of people, lots of businesses join because of that. And I think we saw awesome. that across chambers. There are some chambers that have that have kind of faded. Uh, I know there are chambers that had to let staff go, um, chambers that had to let execs go. There, there's a chamber nearby me that is is being run by their board of directors right now, and and they're struggling. They're they're they have good vision, they have great right. ideas, but but they're struggling. Um, and then there've been there've been several chamber mergers where chambers have, have because of financial reasons and the strain on it they they knew it was important to maintain and keep a chamber but they just couldn't do it so i've i've seen some chamber mergers happen as well um and and that just that just makes us stronger i think when they realize hey we can do more if we're together then i, I think they're coming out stronger on this end of it well that's awesome that, that's some good getting out of the box and looking at things differently what do you say to somebody who says, um, well, I don't know if it's worth the membership fee. You know, what am I getting out of it? <laughs> they say that every day. Every day. So what do you time. say, Michael? <laughs> I know you've answered no, this did. one a ton of times. <laughs> it, well, I, 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 was, I was actually taught this. I, I think this was at Institute or, or at, at one of the national conventions I went to. But when somebody says something like that, my question back to them is, well, what are you looking for? And you yeah. tell me what your issue is. What kind of problems do you have? If you have no problems, no issues, there's nothing going on, you don't think you're ever going to have an issue, then maybe the chamber isn't right for you. Right. But I'm betting that you have something going on, whether it's you need that that sidewalk fixed in front of your building or you need that pothole fixed or you need help getting something taken care of with some permitting or some codes or you know, city ordinances or or you need some, you need more people to be aware of your business. So you need some more exposure. What 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 are you looking for? If you don't think we're worth the money, what are you looking for? And I'll make it worth your money because yeah. I'm going to find a solution to whatever your problem is. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. And I love that response. Yeah. And I think oftentimes it's that they just have not had that experience of, of knowing what the chamber does and how being a member of it can be a benefit to them. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Yeah. What are some of the challenges that, that you're seeing, um, particularly in your neck of the woods in, in your chamber? What are some of the challenges that you're facing as a chamber? In the, in the, in the chamber, some of our challenges we're you know, we've been doing face-to-face live stuff for a while now being in Texas, we've been able to do that for a while. Um, we're still at, at the, the, some of our networking events and stuff, we're not back to our pre COVID numbers. So that's, that's really been our biggest challenge is getting people back out. And, mm-hmm. and I understand that, you know, I understand people's positions and, and, you know, people are still, people still getting COVID. They're still dealing with it. They have family members, People are still having to quarantine for different reasons. Um, so I, I get that. And I, I think that'll come back over time. Uh, but that's really been our biggest challenge is, is just, you know, getting getting people back out to things and, and getting them back out in the open. Um, a, another challenge we've had, I was one of those chambers last year. I had to let an employee go. Um, I had to lay someone off because because we were losing revenue. We were dropping right. numbers left and right. We didn't have any of our major mm. events. Um, and I had to let someone go. And that person was my salesperson. Wow. So sales for us, membership sales have been steady, but slower than they would be if I had a salesperson here. So that's that's been a challenge because I want 20 or 30 new members every month, not five or 10. I'm greedy. <laughs> I know that sometimes you partner with um, outside organizations to bring services to your members. What are some of the things that you've done in that realm, some services that you've been able to bring in through partnerships? Because maybe there's some folks listening that have something that they could offer to chambers that uh, that could be a, a, make a, a valuable partnership. I guess Any the, thoughts the, on that? the three that are top of mind, um, we, we work with an outside company every three years to do a membership event and they help us come in. They come in and help us educate our volunteers and our members and then help us with recruiting members. It's a a three-day program um, and we can recruit during that time anywhere from 50 to 150 members. So it's, it's a good shot in the arm, really great. Um, Another, and and we call those not that one, but these others are are kind of affinity programs. Um, But we have a, we have a partnership with office Depot. Um, through Accelerate America. And our, our members can sign up for that. They get discounts on office supplies. Um, and then the chamber gets a little cut of that every quarter or every six months or so. Um, and then the other one is, is uh, um, small business coaching that we've had a partnership with for quite a while. And, <laughs> and, and it's an opportunity for our members to get involved. And, in, in, you know, a, a lot of our members um, need some small business coaching. They're, they're good people and they're good. They're, they, they have great businesses, but there's just some things they need some, some, uh, some tweaks on and a little right. bit of help on. And sure. so we, we, we partner with them to, to do this, the small business coaching program. Awesome. You've mentioned some pretty good sized numbers as we've been talking, you know, like 150 new members and you want, you know, X number of members, not five or 10, you want these larger numbers. What's your geographic area that you serve and like your potential membership? Any idea on, on those numbers? So we're, we're the, the, we recently renamed ourselves, uh, re, rebranded ourselves from the Rowlett Chamber to the Rowlett Area Chamber. Because okay. A lot of our members come from surrounding cities. 
Um, both cities are also served by chambers, but right. some of these members see the benefit of being cha- being members yeah. in multiple cities. Right. Um, and and we have some major development going on in Rowlett right now, a billion dollars in commercial development going on. Right wow. Now. Um, so so there's there's going to be even more opportunity. We are about 34 percent saturation. So about 34 percent of the businesses in the Rowlett area are chamber members here. Okay. Um, so out of a, a lot thousand, of room for growth, a thousand businesses, um, you know, that'd be 340. Yeah. We have about right. 400 members. So there's about 1200 members, 1200 businesses in Rowlett. We have about 400 as members. So there's a lot of room for growth there, there is. and then outside the community as well. And, and we take the, we take the perspective and we work with our city and, and, and city, the city has a lot of contracts with companies. We take the perspective that if you do business in Rowlett, you should be a part of the Rowlett Chamber of Commerce. So we have members from all over the country that are consulting firms, that are construction companies, um, that are engineering firms that do business in Rowlett. And and because they do business in Rowlett, they join our chamber. And don't you have a uh, major thoroughfare that goes near Rowlett, a major highway, a uh, freeway. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have, we have a couple. We have, uh, uh, I-30 has always kind of bypassed Rowlett until the last few years when we were able to incorporate a new part where that, where that billion dollar development is going on. Right. I-30 now cuts through the Sapphire Bay property. Um, and, and so that's been added to Rowlett. So we've extended our city limits. But we also have a toll road that goes right through the middle of Rowlett. And, and mm. um, there's a lot of a lot of new development that's happening there and a lot of growth potential there, too. So right. um, if, if you've been in the Dallas area and you've driven along the, the President George Bush tollway, uh, you'll see there's there's spots where lots of businesses are clustering and they're yes. starting to grow. Yeah. And that's that's about to happen in Rowlett. There are contracts that are happening that are that are going on right now. So. Things are really starting about about to bust wide open along the along that turnpike too. And and you've had, I mean, I'm trying to remember what year I was over there visiting you. (laughs) I can't remember, 2017 maybe. Yeah, it's Um, been three or four years. Yeah, it's been a few. (laughs) Um, I was going to say, it seems to me I remember there was a lot of construction and things going on back then as well. So I mean, that's you you have kind of a constant new growth going on around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a nice yeah. challenge to have. It is. It is. And it, it gives us it gives us lots of prospects, lots of lots of leads to go out. And, and yeah. you know, and, and we go and, and, you know, we take time to just drop in on new businesses and, and we don't walk in with a sales pitch. We just walk in and say, hi, welcome to Rowlett. Right. Very good. Very good. Awesome. Well, this has been really interesting, Michael, to see what's happening in your world. It's been a while since we've taken the time to catch up yeah, on it's what's been going fun on. To catch up. Yeah, it's been fun. And we get to share this conversation with everybody else. Um, any any last thoughts that, that anything you'd like to share about about Chambers or about next week or you know, I'm, at all? I'm I'm just excited about the future. I think, you know, we've had a hard, really hard, the entire world has had a really hard year and a half and, and it's going to turn around. Um, I'm I'm an eternal optimist. It's going to turn around. It's going to get better. Chambers are going to grow. 
businesses are going to realize more and more and more what chambers can do for them. And, and it's, it's going to explode. Um, and I didn't grow up thinking I'm going to be a chamber exec one day. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. <laughs> I, I haven't found anybody so. yet who said that. Everybody kind of <laughs> fell into it. Um, but, but it's something I'm passionate about now. I'm passionate about my city. I'm passionate about my members. And, and I, just, I, I just really, truly believe that, that things are going to explode, that, that, that it's, it's the, the, the world is going to turn back around. We're all going to get back to mostly back to normal. And it may be a little bit of a new normal, but I think we're really, I, I think it's going to turn around. I think we're going to be good. just fine. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And I'm also glad to hear of all the construction that's going on around you, all of, all of that, because I was just, somebody sent me a report this morning of, I don't know, 40 plus major chains that are either cutting back or, you know, closing stores and, and things. And, and some of them would shock you, the, the names of those businesses, you know, mm-hmm. that you didn't think anything would ever happen to them. Um, so it's great. It's inspiring to, to see what's happening in your community and see the growth that's going on. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Well, we wish you and your area, your chamber, your, your city, your area, the best, Michael, and hope that, uh, you know, you finish strong this year and that next year will be awesome for you. Thank you, Regina. I appreciate it. Same for you. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on today and sharing a little bit more about the chamber world with us. As you can see, all All entrepreneurs experience challenges in business. It's been my experience, however, that with every challenge we solve, we create a new challenge. So let me ask, what's the biggest challenge in your business? Are you generating the profit that you desire? Do you know what systems you need in order to create more efficiency and profit in your business? Are you tired of working 60 plus hours a week and not seeing the returns or seeing your family? Are your relationships suffering because of this and the stress that you're experiencing? If this is you, I'd like to invite you to consider applying to participate in my mastermind program. This mastermind is for entrepreneurs who are already making 500,000 or more in revenue, but they're missing out on sufficient profit and time to live life on their own terms. As a result, their relationships are also suffering. They're looking for a more integrated lifestyle, knowing that work and life will never be balanced 50-50. As entrepreneurs, we know there will always be overlaps between our personal and professional lives, but we can look at it from a holistic, more well-rounded approach to work and life. So this mastermind is not for you if you're too busy or too broke to invest in leverage for your business or if you want to figure it out on your own, again, and if you're not committed to reclaiming the most important relationships in your life. It is for you, however, if you're done reinventing the wheel and doing it the hard way. You understand that speed and ease equals income. You want to increase the speed of your income and profit. You want to add leverage into your business and be able to cultivate, strengthen, and renew great relationships in your life. If that's you, then complete my mastermind application, secure an appointment with me by making a refundable $1,000 deposit, and then scheduling a call to discuss whether or not you're a good fit for this mastermind. The link is bit.ly forward slash mastermind qualifying. That's bit.ly forward slash mastermind qualifying. 
This will be a no pressure call. We simply visit to assess whether or not this mastermind is the right tool for you at this time. If it is, great, we'll get you signed up. If it's not, we'll refund your deposit and we can discuss other options if you'd like. I look forward to seeing you on the call.